0: Welcome to the Pro-AV Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. Here to talk about AV innovations, improving the business and user experiences, and about the difficulties that come with trying to keep up with them, is Richard Derbyshire, Consultant Relations Manager at Christie Digital Systems. Richard, can you start by telling us a little bit about what your experience in the industry is and what your job at Christie looks like? Sure. Now,
1: the, 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 the AV world is divided up into a number of different segments. Um, integrators and dealers, manufacturers, rep, uh, rep, you know, product representatives, and things of that sort. One of those groups is design consultants, and in AV, design consultants um, are those are those are those folks who spend their time uh, working with end clients and architects and developing specifications uh, and designs that meet particular client requirements. So the design consulting community. Um, serves much the same function uh, that a designer within a design-build firm would do, um, although they do it in a more uh, independent manner. Um, most uh, the, There is a committee within Infocom um, uh, known as the Independent Consultants in Audiovisual Technologies, ICAT, and that group essentially tries to maintain a level of what we call objectivity, so no particular allegiance to one manufacturer over another. Um, and, 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 a, and a plan to develop uh, plan specifications and designs that meet client needs and meet budget requirements. Uh, many times they're uh, bid because, uh, projects are put out to bid because a municipality or, or some other organization has to do diligence uh, to get competitive pricing, and they would be the guys who would uh, perform that design. Um, but many times, not everything has to be bid, and not everything has to be done on the low-price award. So, my so the job that I have with the design consultant community is keep them informed about things Christy, and keep them informed about what the changes in technology are, uh, so they can speak from a knowledge base and then hopefully use Christy products in their designs.
0: So, I'm glad you brought up talking about changes. Uh, I kind of want to go into that since you've been in this industry specifically at Christy what are some some emerging trends you've noticed about uh, how the AV world's been been changing uh well
1: I, I this is one part of my job that is most I find most interesting is because I am now I, I was a consultant myself for more than 20 years and so I live the world of um, uh, architectural deliverables every day good specs writing good specs doing contract award and all those sorts of things the AV the AV consultant community is changing much like the AV industry itself is changing. So the delivery uh, paradigm uh, of delivering audiovisual services to end clients is is on a path of change, um, and and the path of change starts to emulate more what occurs in an uh, uh, information technology business profile. Many information technology professionals work um, for a company who is contracted to an end client. And that IT professional may report to that client's office four or five days a week, and handle all sorts of IT management tool uh, management functions within that. Some of which is design, some of which is, you know, network switch configuration. Some of which is just moves, adds, and changes. Well, in the AV world, that paradigm um, also starts to make sense because AV is used. AV is used so much in the uh, uh, so much in 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 Business and education every day that it's an essential function of of these organizations, just like IT is. And and the more that AV m- mirrors the uh, efficiency and uh, and support man support management functions that IT does, the more benefit or a greater benefit I believe it has uh, to that end client. So so the AV world is not only moving technology wise into network and IP. But also the delivery of AV design services and support services also is, I think, starting to move towards a similar paradigm that the IT world has adopted many years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's interesting, and it, and it's funny that you say all this because I recently spoke to uh, one of your colleagues, Colin Bernie, who mm-hmm. you know runs a uh, Bernie Consulting, and he was echoing and mirroring a lot of the same sentiment.
1: Right. Well, Colin, Colin in particular um, has a business model. Um, that is, um, that is, that is an emerging business. business model that others are trying to, uh, trying to attain. Um, there is, there are very many different types of consultants, and um, just like there are very many different companies, many of them have different ideas on how they want to deliver their services to end clients. Um, and and one of them, Collins, for instance, is to try to have a longer-term relationship. Get away from being a project by project consultant, but being a long term partner with an end client, um, and thereby be able to help bring stability, consistency. Um, Do I dare use the word standardized? Some functions and deliverables. So you know that's how that's how the industry. says if you want to see what is an emerging trend in the industry, I think it's just it's a migration to not only. AV uh, AV on the IP network but it's also AV as an IP style service
0: of course of course and yeah I think that's kind of what he was saying right how consumers are changing and, and wanting a more intimate and uh, a better understanding of, of the technology they have around them
1: well that's because that's because people rely on them. I mean people uh the you know I think I think of my 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 30 my children in their early 30s okay and do they know a world without video games and the answer to that is no well how about those millennials okay the 20-somethings have they known the world without a smartphone and the answer is almost no and now you have kids coming out of high school and entering college who spent their entire life with some type of cellular phone device in their hand Uh, (laughs) so pretty soon everybody's going to be demanding that same quality of experience, not only of clear imagery, immediate access of information and data, but also quality, uh, qu- quality of audio and also these large group experiences. I think um, um, I uh, and, and, and so, you know, we, we we now people don't think of anything today of snapping a photo of where they are and posting it onto the Internet. Well, when I started a business, that was totally impossible. <laughs> And no one ever thought it was a great idea, but you know that's the, the world today is completely changed. And that instant gratification is now seems to be the driving force of many things.
0: Do you think this this shift is uh good for the industry generally? Do you think the way consumers are now approaching these products and, and the way they look at AV does it make your job any? Does it change the way you do your job? I don't
1: think it. I don't think it changes the way I do my job. It changes the way we as a manufacturer might think about what we're trying to build and what elements what 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 we're trying to deliver. Uh, take let's Christie is in fact a fairly good example of this. You know, Christie started out as a film projection company nearly, you know, 90 plus years ago, joined with the video projection manufacturer ElectroHome about just about 20 years ago. And now and and, and for those last 20 years, has been primarily focused in what's known as the large screen display industry, and that for many years was nothing but projection. Christy is well known for being a large projector manufacturer. Well, you know, over time that that large display went from a being projection only, went to you know big CRT picture tube televisions and monitors to being flat panels. You know, remember the old plasma displays, and now. Flat panels and LCDs, and now we start to see uh, a mo- movement into LED and other forms, and other forms of image display. So you see the um, uh, you see that so that o- over time the technology is changing, forcing Chrissy to change. Well, in addition to that, it's not only just the endpoint display that has to have highest quality; it's also getting the signal to that display in the highest quality. It's also managing the content it goes on to that display. So Christie has morphed itself over time, taking on image processing, taking on now the uh, IP, uh, uh, AV video distribution, the SDVoE um, 4K high resolution video over ethernet configurations. So, um, so yeah, so as the demand for greater quality experience uh, increases, the need to not only provide the highest quality display, but also the signal connectivity to that display and the content management of the imagery that's going to get to that display. And so Christie's had to morph itself as a company to address all those aspects uh, of the visual display industry.
0: Right. And with, you know, you, you bring up how Christie has to constantly be adapting and, and ready to change and evolve. How has the way you approach staffing and building teams changed with how technology has changed?
1: Uh, well, and a a a shift that we are seeing in uh, in the industry is that uh, more and more uh, end clients are reliant on Christie to come in and perform a final commissioning and checkout of completed systems um, because the uh, the the first of all the systems are more complex. Than they were in the past. And the skill sets to handle the complexities between the different technologies are not as well known uh, by the group of, of uh, technicians and engineers out in the field. So, um, whereas, and there are also many more companies who are selling these products that don't necessarily have persons on staff with that wide range and versatility of training. So, in order for us, our products to be able to be sold and to work correctly and perform the functions that the end clients are paying for, we need to make sure that they're functioning correctly. And the best way to do that is our factory training people. So yes, we have worked our business to meet the, uh, the, the staffing challenges that the integrators run into and that these systems themselves are almost by their nature more complex than they were many years ago.
0: Richard, I'm curious, how, how did you get involved in the industry?
1: Uh, well, my, I got, I got in the industry a long time ago in, in, in video, um, mostly, believe it or not, cause, cause, cause my father was an early adopter of orthoscopic surgery and he needed to figure out how to record his surgeries and then edit them for presentation. And that was back in the 70s. And that's how I first got into doing video. And then in my first career at the Smithsonian Institution, I got to do film, audio, a lot of live sound, and a lot of video production, and that led me to a career in indie.
0: Wow! So I'll, I'm going to leave it with one last one last question, Richard. As a as a leader in this industry, what do you see on the horizon? what What's got you excited, or or, or what doesn't get you excited about what's to come?
1: Oh uh, well, I think well, uh, what, what gets me excited is that um, you know we have heard. In the in the general field of communications, you know, voice, data, and video is going to be delivered in a coherent uh, a coherent uh, system. Well, the voice and voice and data certainly that's been in a coherent system for for years, twenty plus years. Video has not been until now, and now we have IP video solutions um, at various resolutions, and in particular, the high resolution rate of SDVOE. It does promise to give us, no, it doesn't promise. It will give us uh, that video performance we're looking for. So, so so that's really exciting because when you have a paradigm that's reliable and repeatable, it takes away much of the, what I like to call the, the dysfunction that has been AV for many years with the competing formats, the, non, the non-interoperability of products, um, and the difficulty of connecting A to B to C and having it work and function the way you would anticipate. So as we to a network environment, those things start to go away. And now we can focus on the content as opposed to just the technology needs to make it work. So I think that's exciting. Um, what I find less exciting or find more challenging is that uh, as, as you walk through the Infocom floor, just the sheer numbers of products and ideas out there, uh, just to be able to keep up with them. It, that's a challenging thing to do because there's so much happening. Um, and, 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 you know, I can speak to things about display and some about image processing, but there's a whole new world of, of digital audio that has happened in the world, that most of which I know I don't know. Um, yeah, and the same is true, true in the control environments and also true in collaboration tools and other specialty areas. So the, the challenging thing about the industry, it's getting bigger and more complex more diversified. And that's probably a good thing. Of course,
0: of course. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Richard. Very good. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to articles, podcasts, and video content for your favorite industries. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. Have a good day.